0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Initiators. It's Michael Shevsky, your host. And this is episode 7 of season 1. Man, we got a show for you tonight. We're going to talk about this nasty, gnarly thing. Oh, can't stand this thing that we're going to talk about. What's that thing? It's called fear. I want to read something to you. One of the lines from the movie Dune also in the book too, but one of the lines in the movie Dune, I still read this line or this series of lines from time to time to keep me in check about fear. Here it goes. Ready? This is from the movie Dune. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn to the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. Wow, that is an amazing, powerful set of lines from that movie, Dune. Look, fear, fear is let's let's just call it what it is. It's pervasive evil. Fear is a great immobilizer. It will keep us still. It will mobilize us from doing our mission as initiators. Regardless of what we try to do, fear will freeze us where we're at. And if it's allowed in our lives, it will encompass everything about us. While there's other fruits of pride, like we talked about last week, that can hinder the initiator, fear, hands down, is the most dangerous, the most prevalent, that will take you out as an initiator. Fear to the initiator is like kryptonite to Superman. Seriously, it is. So for tonight's show, tonight's episode, you better get ready because we're going to talk about fear, we're going to face it, and we're going to expose it, and we're going to talk about how we can overcome it and how detrimental it is to us as initiators and how we cannot go down the road of fear. So you better go ahead, tonight's show, at least tonight, make that coffee and espresso or do a double on that adult beverage Tonight's going to get a little wild as we talk about fear, a little spooky. So let's jump right in and show no fear as we talk about fear here on Initiators. Let's go. Hi, I'm Michael Shefsky, your host, and you're listening to the Initiators Podcast. An initiator creates change in themselves to create change in the world around them. An initiator is a passionate servant in helping others succeed and grow. An initiator creates paradigms of hope and enlightenment. An initiator is a leader that inspires, engages, and invites all people into the gateways of breakthrough perspectives and worldviews. To be the change you want to see, well, you must initiate it first. Welcome to Initiators. Everybody, welcome back to Initiators. I'm Michael Shevsky, your host. This is episode seven of season one, and I'm going to start off this podcast with a personal um, admission. There's not a whole lot of things that I am hateful about. There's not a lot, in other words, there's not a lot of things I hate in life. There's some things that I don't like so much, but hate being a very strong word, uh, there's a very, the selection's very small of things I hate. But one thing I do hate is what we're talking about tonight is fear. I absolutely hate fear. I hate what fear does to me. I hate what fear does to people. I hate how fear holds people back. I hate how fear is a controlling mechanism. I hate how fear makes people sick physically. I mean, fear is just this this blah, ugh, of emotion that is vomited out by pride. I know that's a pretty intense visual, but that's how I feel about it. That's how nasty I think fear is. And fear, for the initiator, they don't go together. Fear will hold the initiator back. Fear will make the initiator immobilized, both physically and emotionally. You're going to try to do your, your, uh, your uh, um, mission? Forget about it. If, if, if you have fears, forget doing your mission because it's going to stop you in your tracks. Fear has been used to control people physically and spiritually. And physically, it's used, it's been used to control the masses for, for, for millennial, for thousands of years. Leaders and governments have used this, this notion of fear to control their people. And like, it's like this, you know, if you don't do this, we're going to take your food away. Or you don't do this, we're not going to provide you this particular kind of security. If you don't do this, then we're going to, we're going to go ahead and, and, and allow this to happen to you. See, that's fear. They use fear to control, fear to get what they want. Fear is also very prevalent in the spiritual. In fact, if you read any books on demonology and exorcisms and things like that, the A number one thing that the demonologists or the exorcists will say is that fear is fuel for the power and strength of the, of the demon or the, or, the, or the malevolent spirit, whatever it might be. And the more fear, the more power they have over that person. So you can see, fear works both in the physical and in the, um, in the uh, spiritual realms. So, the A number one, let me say it again, the A number one way fear can affect us is the fear of death. We worry about dying. and There's, no, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with about contemplating your death, in my opinion. There's nothing wrong with contemplating your life. But if you're not going to do things because you may die... Then that's the fear. So you're being held back from that, from, from 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 having that experience or doing that thing because of fear. I don't know where you stand on it, but I'm a kind of person. When you go, you go. Um, but people live in fear more than they should be living to live. You follow me? So where I come up with this is fear of death. This is such a the number one overarching, most powerful way fear controls us. It's found in the Bible. I find a lot of good stuff in the Bible. Uh, but this is in Hebrews chapter 2, verses 14 and 15. And let me just read this for you. Here's what it says. Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook in the same things. Okay, here's a, here it is. That through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver all those who, through fear of death, were subject to lifelong slavery. Did you catch that? Fear of death to lifelong slavery. People lived a certain way because they were fearing death. And they did not live free. They lived in slavery. They lived in bondage. There's no way an initiator can live in slavery and, and in bondage and be an initiator. We have to live in freedom. And to do that, we have to live fearless. So death can be both, you know, can be construed both physical and metaphorical metaphorical deaths would be the death of your reputation or the death of, you know, uh, your finances or the death of whatever it might be, okay? But there's a death, something can die around you, so therefore you don't do the thing because you're fear of that dying, you follow me? That's what fear does to you. It's so damaging, that's why I hate it so bad. I'll give you some examples. Um, Religion, in my estimation, in my history and my experience, has used fear to control the congregants. How? Well, tell me if you've heard this before. You better not do that or you'll go to hell. You better not say that or you'll go to hell. Do this, and if you don't do this, you're going you're, you're gonna to spend eternity in hell. So they're using the fear of going to hell or, or, or spending, the eternity, uh, spending eternity in hell to control you. So religion uses fear that way. It, when you're in business, you lose, you're, you're fearful of losing your job and your income and your livelihood. How am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? How am I going to do this? I have to keep my job. So I will play, play it safe. I won't try to do things. I won't try to live out of the box. I won't try to do the right things. I won't try to say the right things. I won't try to stand up. I won't try to speak out with fear of losing my job. So you're now just a shell society, sometimes we, we're, we're, we're afraid to lose our place in society, with our family and our friends, you know, our church groups, whatever it might be. So you just play nice, play fair, and just go ahead and don't say anything. Don't call out the wrongs. Don't try to help the downtrodden that are there, because if you do that, you may be stepping out of line somewhere. You follow me? But well, you're afraid to do it, because if you do it, you may lose your position. Fear can work in our hearts too, can work as personally, fear of acceptance. Am I good enough? Am I smart enough? Am I qualified? I'll be honest with you, starting this podcast, I was scared to death. That was part of the reason why it took me so long because you know what's happening here? I'm exposing my entire life in front of you. I'm exposing what you may think, oh my God, that's just crazy stuff he's saying, or I love what he's saying, or he's off his rocker, Um, you know, I I didn't know this about Mike. So I was afraid that those things would happen. So whatever this podcast does for anybody has to happen now, so I had to put my fear aside to allow it. I mean, this is just not, you know, hyperbole. I mean, there are studies out there about, I mean, most recently in July, back in July 26th uh, of this year, a group called Study Finds um, did an article, um, and, and, they, and, and the name of the article is this, Americans live in daily physical fear. 52% of Americans live in daily physical fear. There's a great article and I will we'll put it in the show notes for you but here's just some highlights. There was a poll of 2000 Americans analyzed how they feel about their personal safety and found 52% of those people felt on edge every day. Americans, here's another point. Americans were most likely to feel concerned about their safety on a daily basis. Now check this out. This is really, this is pretty important. With 75% of those being between 25 and 34 agreeing to this statement, uh, compared to just 50%, just 50, right? 50% for those 45 to 54. What my concern is, is in that age group 35 or 25 to 34, those are young people. Those are the people coming up. Those are our next generation. Those are the people who are going to take leadership positions in our companies, in our government, in our communities, in our churches, and things like that. Those are, those are the next people, man. 75% of them, Are concerned about their safety? Well, what does that translate into? I'm not going out. I'm staying in. I'm not going to step out. I'm not going to go help. I'm not going to go to this march. I'm not going to go help in this social social program. Look what fear is doing. It's stifling and it's immobilizing our young folks. Here's another one. 42% don't feel safe when they're home alone. 45% avoid living on the ground floor of their apartment. Out of fear of being of home invasions, folks, fear is real. It needs to be exposed, and that's what we're doing. It's up to you to give it the hip check, or to allow it to continue to to control you. Remember, fear's the the terrible. Terrible, terrible outpouring of pride. Fear is a number one block of the initiators. It's the number one. It's like I said, it is fear to the initiator is like kryptonite to Superman. You're not going to do anything if you have it in your life. Because you're going to have these questions. What's, here, here's what's going to happen. This is what fear is going to do to you as an initiator. As you see yourself out there serving and helping other people and doing those things that your mission says to do, there's going to be some times where... You know, you're going to feel like, uh, you know, what are, this, what are this thinking of me? I'm, maybe they don't like me anymore. Maybe, maybe they think I'm weird. Maybe they think I'm, you know, doing things on the edge or on the fringe. Maybe they just don't want to talk to me. So your fear your fear of losing your, your community, your friends around you. And then you can say, what about me? You know, am I, am I good about this? Am I just out here going through the motions? See, all these fear techniques that will be put into your mind are there to slow you down to eventually where you stop. You know, you're gonna think, "What if I, you know, what if I'm ridiculed for standing up for justice?" I don't want to look bad in front of people. You know, that would not look good. You know, my my boss might see me on TV, or you know, my my supervisor might say, "You know, you know, why are you doing this? This is not what our company does." Meanwhile, it might be the perfect thing for you to do because it's about justice. It's about you know, um, you know, whatever the movement is. But if it's there to help people, that again, remember, that's the bedrock of the initiator is helping people and making the world better. Um, but if fear is going to hold you from back from doing that, then we're not an initiator anymore. We're just part of the background again. Biggest fear, too, is about personal fear and physical fear. Will someone try to help me? Or, I'm sorry, let me check that again. Will someone try to hurt me for helping? Physically. You've seen it. You've seen people standing up for justices and riots happening and, um, you know, people getting pushed and shoved and knocked down. Some people, um, you know, it, it, well, how about this one? If you just, there's somebody that you see on a sidewalk who, quote unquote, doesn't look like you. Um, doesn't, you know, they may be homeless. They may be, you know, maybe have a, have a, have strung out on drugs or something, but you know, you have to help them at that point in time. You're called to help your drive. Or here's another one. You're driving on a highway and don't do the drive by. If you see the person sitting there with a flat tire. So if you're called to do that, if that's part of your mission, don't let fear get in your way for blessing somebody or for helping somebody or for initiating love. Okay, there is an anti-venom for fear, so I have to tell you this. You ready? Number one, number one anti-venom. The first thing you want to do is have your, your is, is is to make sure. You're good with God. Your faith in God. Your faith in your higher power. Your faith in your in your in your belief system. It doesn't matter what it is. Me, it's God. But for you, it could be something else. But make sure the faith is there because that will keep you, you know, in, mm, that will keep you safe. Okay, that will in, in in your heart and in your mind. You want to go back after that. You want to go back and recall what you went through with the meaning of life, your purpose and your mission. Ask yourself why you're fearing something now. You know, what's holding you back, both physically and spiritually, from reaching out and completing the an mission? And why is it holding you back? And lastly, well, you know, here it comes. Check your humility. Remember, fear is an enormous fruit of pride. Let me say it again. Fear is the vomit of pride. You know what kills both? Humility. So we want to make sure that we're keeping our humility in check. Well, again, let's just wrap this up. We're 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 getting to the point here where next week we're gonna start talking about the liftoff, okay? But we had to talk about fear this week. We had to talk about pride, and we had to talk about humility. So but this was a tough one, okay? Remember, in the in the in the movie quote from Dune: fear is the mind killer, fear is the little death. Fear will bring total obliteration if allowed. To the initiator. It will bring it guys. This is why we need the community. When we get afraid. We need people to reach out. Again. Go to my website. Go to the comment section. Put a question in there. Reach out. I want to create a community as well. To help each other out. And to know we got each other's backs. Alright. So. Remember. Fear is used to control you. And. Your sharing. Your caring. Your caring you're loving, and you're reaching out. It's used to stop you from doing all of that. Thank you so much for listening today, and we are going to be getting going next week with our final episode, Lifting Off the um, Initiators. It's going to be a great episode. You're going to have fun with that one, and then we're going to go to Season 2. But thanks so much for being here. Don't be fearful. Take heart. Be an initiator. Again, if you want to see the change, you have to initiate it. Fearlessly. Thanks for joining initiators. I'll talk to you next week. Hey everybody, thank you so much again for listening to the initiator podcast. I hope you can take something away from today's time and try it on, apply it to your life and to the lives of those around you. Hey, if you haven't yet, please follow the initiator podcast. And while you're there, please leave a rating or even write a review. I'd appreciate any of it finally, I have one question for you. I have one ask of you. If you know five people where the Initiator Podcast would truly benefit, please forward this to five people. They could be a combination of your family, your friends, your business associates. It doesn't matter. Just five people. Forward it to them. They would appreciate it, and I, of course, will appreciate it. Finally, if you need to get a hold of me, go over to my website. I have put the link in the show notes. So just click that link. takes you over to my website. There's contact information there if you need to get a hold of me for anything at any time. Again, thank you for joining Initiators today and let's be the initiators of change together. Talk with you next week here on Initiators.